I just want to give you a bit of an insight into this podcast. We're a bunch of unique individuals, Poochie and myself. We're going to engage you with our minds and our hearts. We're going to exchange ideas, thoughts, and even our energy. And to speak from our heart, you need to have courage. You need to be honest and authentic. We're not always going to get it right, and sometimes you're not going to agree with it. But that's okay, because just like you, we care. Just like you, we're passionate. So if you want to come along for the ride, join in on the podcast. Welcome back to episode three of Jack Pooch and Pals. I'm Jack Davey. And I'm Pooch Brzezewski. And today we have 2017 <laughs> League BNF for under-18s, uh, Darby Graham. Welcome, Darby. Uh, g'day, boys. Thanks for having me. Nah, thanks for coming on. Um, yeah, so Darbs and I met, oh, probably, what's this, 20 years ago now, <laughs> roughly. Um we're pretty, pretty good mates since we've been born, or since I was born, because you were before me, but um, yeah, so, and we went to primary school together, high school together, played footy together in under-18s, um, yeah, and we basically just did everything together when we were little. Um, what about you, Jonah? Do you know, remember how you met Big Bear Guino? Yeah, well, it's um, not been 20 years, so well, it would have been schoolies in... 2017, yeah, so end of 2017. Um, yeah, so it's been much long, uh, much less, sorry, of known Darbs. Talking about uh, schoolies in 2017, Darbs, we've had a, a a bit of a source that we, we keep going back to. Yeah, um, maybe that is. And he's written in and said that your schoolies in 2017 was a bit of a a bit of a mishap, is that fair to say? Yeah, it was, uh, yeah nothing great happened. Um, and, yeah, so is it true that you kidnapped a girl? <laughs> I wouldn't say it was a kidnapping. Uh, that's what I was accused of on the night. So what we've got here is that you stayed in the same house as this bloke in Torquay and you guys had the cops come over for four nights in a row. Yeah, that's right. And... On the fifth night, you thought that they'd finally left you alone. You're in the clear. Anyway, you headed down to the beach and you brought a girl back to back to the house, which you said that was nothing too out of the norm for you. Um, didn't happen too often. Anyway, an hour or two later, they see a Facebook post where a group of girls claimed that one of their friends had been kidnapped and gone missing. So he said five minutes later, the cops rocked up asking if there had been a girl brought to our house. He said that he answered the door and he was not in a great mindset at that stage, but managed to explain to the cops that Darbs had brought this girl over to ours, trying to imply what they were doing, hoping the cops wouldn't ask me to show. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it didn't work and they demanded that he took them to the, where, that, where you guys were. So he said he led the cops to the room that didn't have a sock on the door, we'll say that. Yeah. Darbs wasn't there when they opened the door, he said. So, where were you? Um, so, I'd already left. Uh, <laughs> so, it's been a while since I think the girls had put the post up uh, and one of the other girls put my name on the post. But we'd, uh, we'd already walked off. I'd just uh, take her home and make sure everything was all right because I think her phone was dead. That's why. So, you did the right thing, exactly. in other words. What, did you have a phone charger in your room, though? 
Ah, I'll put it in, I reckon. <laughs> anyway, so the bloke said he started to panic a bit because these wild claims that the girl had come up with looked pretty true. <laughs> and then he said that the cops didn't seem super impressed until they drove down the road to find Darves walking this girl home. They gave Darves a lift back to your joint. So they actually backflipped and thought you were actually a good bloke in the end. And you shut yourself because his parents had cops and he was worried they'd find out. Uh, yeah, they were actually, I actually met the cops the night before, so they were good and they were, just had a good chat with me, but they were a bit worried when they found us. Um, but no, I was over there, actually. just had a, had a laugh with me about it, they said. So you had a pretty eventful school, then, it's fair to say. Uh, yeah, a few things happened. I'm known for that for the rest of the week. All right, so if we go back from schoolies a little bit, back to, back to year 12, um, you weren't in the Hillboys group. You learn just, a sporto. No, not a sporto. Not a sporto, definitely. Just that, that middle ground float between all groups. Um, yeah. So what would you rate your, your schooling level year 12? Did you ATAR achieved? You, you exceeded what uh, most people did. <laughs> yeah, I probably didn't work as hard as I should have. Uh, got, got good enough that I got into the course I wanted, which I was happy with, but uh, probably, probably could have worked a little bit harder. Out of your family, so yeah. Kansas and Bailey. Yeah. Where did your ATAR rank? Uh, I was right in the middle, a bit below Kansas and still a bit above Bailey. Yeah. So it was decent at least, and it was better than ours. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so you've done a number Not hard. Yeah. Yeah, so the transition from school to the everyday life, yeah. like uni life, how'd you find that? Uh, it wasn't too bad. The uh, first year of uni was pretty casual. Uh, so I was able to work a bit and just wasn't too much different to school. Um, probably a bit different not seeing everyone. But, uh, yeah, now I get stuck in the uni. It's been, uh, been really good. Yeah, so that first year, you weren't at uni in Bendigo, were you? Nah, so I was travelling to Shepparton that first year. Uh, so I didn't get into the course I wanted to do in Bendigo. So I just travelled the year to Shep and then was able to just get straight into the course in Bendigo. Yeah. So before I said that we that we went to primary school together and we obviously played footy together at St. Monica's. Yeah, that's right. You were quite the player back then. Just about your level, I would have thought. No, I reckon you were a bit above that. I was still just in the back line where there was a bit of Derby, Ben Dalton and laser time back then. Yeah, definitely Ben Dalton time. Yeah, when old Porky used to be a superstar. (laughs) And then after St. Monica's, you went to the Dockers. Uh, did you win a flag there? Uh, we did. Bottom age, 16s. That's right. Yeah, we beat you. 14s. Yeah, you And then we didn't play under 16s in the final. No, you guys weren't any good that year. And then top age, 16s, we won it again. Yeah. Because we're freaks. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I remember a game. I reckon it was under 16s, top age. Might have been. It might have been top age, yeah. Yeah, it would have been, actually, yeah, at Ewing Park, where I was. I was assistant. No, I was vice captain. I was assistant captain. <laughs> and um, low bar. Yeah, and I was down the back line. I reckon you might have been in the ruck. I reckon, and one thing led to another, and we both got sent off. And it was possibly the biggest load of bullshit that I've ever come across. I flew in from the side for a mark, and someone else from our team marked it, and I was on the ground, and you were standing on the mark. <laughs> And you just nudged me to say, get up, because I was just lying there. Yeah. (laughs) And then 
the umpire come over and said that you're being sent off for kicking to you. And I went to grab your jersey to pull myself up. And then all of a sudden I get sent off for supposedly trying to grab your nuts. I definitely got fist. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is possibly one of the most bullshit things you can get sent off for. Trying to grab someone's nuts. But anyway, and then eventually the next year, me and you teamed up at Sandhurst. Reunited. And, yeah, we had a pretty good year that year. Yeah. We made the grand final. Our yeah, grand right. final day wasn't too good, though. Yeah, it was a bad day. We were up until Jed Zimmer got... Yeah, until the star player. We yeah. Were, then we had nothing else. Yeah, no, we had nothing left <laughs> in the tank after that. I think we got beat by about 50 points. And then, yeah, the next year, I did my knee, so I didn't play, but... Waste one cracky match in the twos, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> Bridgewater. Bridgewater and, yeah, it was a waste of talent. <laughs> but um, that year you went on. Did you play any Pyros games that year? Uh, I played two at the end of the year. Two at the end of the year. Was that when they sort of thought, oh, shit, this bloke's going to be a chance to win league? Or No, nah, I think that was more the, he's the last bloke on the list who hasn't got a game. So <laughs> <laughs> it was a sympathy game. All year, we'll just but one. you played on, was it a Brayshaw? Uh, it was the middle Brayshaw, Hamish, the one who hasn't. Yeah, the game. one that got delisted, so... <laughs> Um, but yeah, I played him a little bit. Um, we played a team at Sandringham that had I think like Andy McGrath, Tim Taranto. And I remember you coming to school on the Monday and just raving about how you teared up this Brayshaw kid. <laughs> yeah, I had about three kicks for the day, so I don't reckon I would have talked myself too much. <laughs> but yeah, you ended up getting to the end of the season. We made the grand final, lost again. Yep. Um, but you won league that year. Uh, yeah, that, that's right. Which is... To you, a bit of a shock, I'm going to say. Yeah, I think it was a bit of a shock to most people. <laughs> but in my eyes, you probably deserved it. Being as going to most games, um, not sort of playing, getting a different look at it, you had a pretty good year. Like the year before, you played as a centre-half back. Yeah, a bit of between centre-half back and forward. Yeah, yeah, and then they threw you in the ruck the next year. That's right. And I guess being around the ball all the time, you sort of... Uh, yeah, it was a bit, um, just was able to sort of win a few ruck taps and we had a pretty handy midfield, um, some guns in there that helped me out a bit, but I was able to get a kick every now and then, so. Yeah. Brody Gundry. Brody Gundry, yeah. But it was sort of a fall for Grace from Grace after you won the medal. Yeah, you went from being a under-18s star player, well, you won the medal, <laughs> to... Playing a couple of senior games in next year. Yeah, that's right. But then it got to oh, August, September the next year in the finals and you got dropped from the <laughs> reserves grand final. How does that work? Like you go from winning the medal, playing seniors that same year. <laughs> was it just a bit of oh, a few names were above you or? Um, it was a bit of, it was a few different things. I probably had, after coming back down from the ones, probably didn't have a great end of the year. Uh, but Too big-headed. Yeah, might have been just that. <laughs> but uh, body wasn't great either. I was injured every now and then and got hurt in the prelim. But I was right to play. And then we had probably three or four handy senior players come back in. Yeah. That sort of, that was probably the end of it. That pushed me out. It was a bit... <laughs> a bit stiff, I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, so that led to... The next year, making the decision to go bush. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, YC. The great so, Loddon Valley yeah, League. Yeah. Main Gully YCW. Yeah. So it was um, 
Metro went from Sanders to YC that same year. Uh, the year before. The year before, yeah. yep. And your brothers were already out there? Yeah, so my brother, he had done the same thing from Sanders out to YC about two years prior. Yeah, so you got to play with the great Mitch Daly. Oh, you wouldn't have been able to play with him, <laughs> but you got to train with him. Yeah. yeah, you got to train with him. Um, yeah, he's not quite good enough for the ones. <laughs> no, no I, I don't even know. If he's, he got dropped from the twos. He did, yeah, mid-year. Yeah, so, I don't even yeah. think we touched on that. No, we didn't, <laughs> but Mitchell, you shit. <laughs> yeah, so is it good out there, a bit different? Uh, it's a bit different. Different uh, standard, obviously. Yeah, training and stuff. Obviously, probably the twos and Bendigo was about pretty similar, so it wasn't that big of a jump, but training with uh, Bendigo senior players to out on Valley was a bit different, but I uh, absolutely loved it out there. Um, great footy club, great guys. and um, Made some good mates, I'm going to say. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, big, big Mitch Daly. Tobes. And... Taught, taught me the ropes out there, yeah. yeah. Tobes, uh, Taylor Collins, one of the best. Sod. <laughs> Sod. That's right. Another, another one's player at YC. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I uh, loved it out there. So, as per previous podcast, we like to touch on something on the more serious side. Um, like Daly, you... Had a bit of a uh, just a tragedy happen at the club yeah. at YC. Uh, so, with the young fella, would you like to, to touch on that? Um, yeah, so it was only obviously in my first year at YC, um, but I'd sort of been getting to know young Ticker pretty well. I um, was hanging out with him at a few different things and become close mates with him. Um, and then, of course, we all know what happened, which was uh, very unfortunate and very sad. Um, so that was obviously tough as a group, um, just as a, a, not just as a footy club, but all the mates who sort of hang around. There was a bit of a group of us boys that sort of would hang around at different uh, events. Uh, it was sort of tough for all of us together. Um, but being a part of a footy club like that and a community of it like that, it sort of uh, was able to sort of bring us all together and made it a lot easier and a lot better for that sort of side of things. Yeah. I think that's one thing with bush footy is the culture is – Super good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so would have made it a more comforting, or as much as it can be in that sort of situation. So, saying that, did you speak to anybody, or did you just bounce off mates, or like, how did you sort of deal with it? Um, I spoke to a few people. Uh, probably the only person I spoke to in my family was sort of my sister. Sort of, sort of talking through that um, straight away. But then, as a footy club, uh, sort of the boys I was mates with, sort of Mitch Daly. Sort of mostly, um, yeah, the big daily, and then a few of the other boys, Tobes and Taylor, when you saw them sort of just bouncing stuff off, and even when you know you get drunk and just, just tell stories and just laugh, yeah, that was probably the exactly. best part of that sort of that time, yeah. Daly's pretty good like that, like he's a strange, strange bloke, like <laughs> everyone would say, <laughs> but when you need a chat, he can just switch off from being yeah, a dickhead so, to yeah. being like, yeah. Pretty serious, and especially after having he has a couple of drinks, he, he loves those kind of chats. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He's a very uh, deep down. He's a very <laughs> in touch with himself sort of guy. Yes, yeah, he loves talking. Yes, he does. So he's just like his father. <laughs> so after talking about something serious, you like to lighten the mood back up again. Um, another one of our listeners has written in, and um, they've gone. They've written in and said that. You like to try and chat up the female uh, gender. <laughs> um, 
and he said that one of the hottest netballers who we've just found out is about 26 years old. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, we pretty much just <laughs> made it obvious, but yeah. Um, and he said that you try to chat up one of this person and um, he said that Darby told me that she asked one of the footy boys for his snap because she wanted in for a fling. This is word for word. Bit of exaggeration, I reckon. Um, and at the high <laughs> one night, you and him were sitting there and this girl finally came over to you, so you didn't make the first move. No, that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, you had a conversation, and he said that it's good as our great mate John Longano's interaction with females, which is pretty bad because it's very socially awkward. Um, well, we can name name the guy. So it was uh, Mitch Daly. He was there with me. Yeah, he's just just talk a lot, kind of like, and he made it about as worse as it could be. Oh, he wouldn't have made it awkward <laughs> at all. No, no, not knowing no, Daly. No, it was he's a bit exaggerating. It's, just a little chat that didn't go well. Didn't go well, so <laughs> didn't, go, didn't go far. The in for a fling sort of went downhill. Yeah, oh, it was a, I think it was a bit exaggeration. What, what I was told, but <sighs> um, no, nah, it was just daily trying to get me around the girl at YC. It's a bit, bit dangerous. <laughs> daily, daily likes the girl at YC too. I yeah, well, he's currently tied down. He didn't want us to say that last week, but we can not say it now that he's not here. <laughs> not <yet. laughs> Uh, another story I've got is, this is off my own bat, um, my own experience was top age year, uh, Mad Monday. Under 18s. Under 18s, yeah. The rifle put on a good spread of alcohol beverages. Um, and it's fair to say we probably had one or two too many. Um, we ended up somehow going, being at the bridge on that Monday night. Um, and somehow your card got stolen. Well, not stolen. It got kidnapped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and ended up having a bill of poor, at least a hundred dollars on it. Yeah. I just, just handed it off to a girl. I knew she was like, oh yeah, just get one drink, whatever, get us all a drink. And then somehow there was shots and drinks for everyone and just that empty bank account, William. Empty bank account and your heart broken because... You stayed yeah. at the – oh, you meant to come home with me. I ended up going home at about oh, a reasonable hour of about 12 o'clock uh, and you hung around to about 3 o'clock in the morning at the front of the bridge. I don't even know what you were doing. Trying to shout out this girl that you already knew had a boyfriend and, yeah, ended up going home by yourself. Just – no, just was hanging around with Metro or not. Oh, yeah, I'm <laughs> sure that's Metro. all you were doing. It's possibly the worst person to be hanging around with at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, exactly right. But you are, you had a good haircut that night, didn't you? Um, yeah, that's yeah. another story. <laughs> Toe ball. Yeah, a little, little Nat Jones sort of setup. <laughs> but yeah, um, thanks, Darbs. I guess that's all we've really got got for you. But yeah, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me, boys. Appreciate it. Not a problem, mate. Um, I guess just if there's anyone that you want to recommend for the for the next podcast, um, hit us in the DMs. We're looking for next guest. Um, again, Darby, thank you. Thanks, boys. Yeah, it means a lot.
and we'll see you next time enjoy